0: Hey guys, welcome back to Wild Chow, and I'm your host, Michaela Hill, where we talk about the ugly, the beautiful, and the overall nitty gritty. First and foremost, I just wanted to say thank you guys for listening to me, and you know, just being a good audience, and I've been looking at the numbers, thank you guys for consistency. (laughs) Um, That's the best thing that I can ask for, so thank you guys with that. But I really wanted to hop on here because, y'all, life is crazy. Um, There are a few topics that I want to talk about. And I think the one that I want to get into this week is definitely the stressors about planning a wedding. And steps that you have to take. In order to have the big day that either you've always dreamed of or not even a big day, but however you would like to see yourself getting married, whether that's at a courthouse, whether that's um, like a huge venue, or whatever it may be, it is so hard to plan it. So I'm just going to take you guys a little bit into my journey. Um, As you guys know, I got engaged... March 26th, um, the best day so far. <laughs> so, shout out to my fiance. Um, but with that comes a lot of responsibility in planning a huge day. And from my understanding, you know, it's so easy to say just worry about you and your person on that day. And don't have, you know, a huge wedding party or wedding guest list. It's very easy to say, but very hard to do. So Drake and I did our guest list. <laughs> it is around 330, 350 people. Yeah, let that see in. Three hundred, 330 to 350. (laughs) I would have never thought that I would have that many people at my wedding. But you know, when your person knows a lot of people and has a lot of family, and when I know a lot of people and have a lot of family, it's hard to not have a huge wedding guest list. And then you know, you have to Figure out, okay, are you going to have a daytime wedding? Are you going to have an evening wedding? Um, Are you going to feed them? Which is money because catering, um, cocktail hour. But the hardest thing for me so far is finding a venue that holds that many people. Um, The venues that I have, you know, looked into are already booked. They're already booked, and that's, you know, very sad, but I just have to remind myself that that means that that is not the venue for me. Um, Sucks, but I guess that's a good way to look at it, that it's just not for me, and a better one is coming. Um, So right now, I'm in talks with another venue right now, fingers crossed that that works out. But I think it's very important and imperative that you talk about a budget when it comes to planning a wedding and you know it's the little things like your hair pieces or your makeup or your um, the way your hair is gonna be styled that day um, your shoes the big thing is the dress and the tucks and the colors and the decor and how many flowers are you gonna have and You know, what caterers are you going to go with? It is such a list going down. I feel like I'm wrapped around in, you know, flowers and baby's breath and, you know, notes about what this wedding is supposed to be like. Um, I have a huge idea about how I want it, but I don't think that... I have that huge budget to do it. I want, you know, chandeliers everywhere and white drapes and just very classic and pristine. But with that, you know, comes a price and you still have to live after the wedding. So like right now, I'm kind of balancing of wanting to have this huge day and wanting to have everything I always dreamed of. But you still need to live after the wedding, right? A wedding is one day. A marriage is supposed to last forever. Because at the end of the day, you know, a wedding is a huge party. And I'm all down for that. But it's about your marriage. And how it's supposed to last until it doesn't anymore, right? Until forever is not long enough and both of you guys pass on together right that's what I have to keep on the forefront of my mind but in my saying that definitely leads into what Drake and I have started which is premarital counseling Um, when I tell you we just had our first session this past week When I tell you that um, (laughs) our therapist, counselor, whatever you like to call them, is going to work us, he is going to work us. Just within our first session, we really uncovered a lot of things just within that hour, 15, hour and a half that we had with him. um, And he already gave us like assignments which is, you know, I'm down for work me, please, because I want to make sure that we are in our healthiest state starting this marriage and that we continue to be in that state, you know, throughout the marriage, you know, obviously life comes and life hits us and things happen. I mean, that's just the way the world works. But if we can always focus on one thing, which is our love and having God at the forefront of our marriage, it will be fine. Everything will work out the way it's supposed to be. Um, So it's, (laughs) I am very curious to see um, how this is going to go. I'm excited for premarital counseling and what that means and how much is going to help us grow as a couple and individually. I think it's going to be great. Am I a little, you know, like, oh my gosh, this is a huge step. This really makes it feel real to me. And it already has been. But premarital counseling and really talking about, you know, how your life, how you want it to be, not only to each other, but to someone else, it kind of sinks in a little bit. (laughs) <laughs> I really don't have um a friend group or friends that have gotten married or, you know, have taken these steps. So I'm really like the first one in my friend grip, friend grip, oh gosh, friend group to get engaged and to plan a wedding and to do this marriage thing. I'm the first one. And I I feel like that's part of it as to why I really don't know what I'm doing. I really would love a wedding planner. And I've been trying to find one, but it's not just about finding one. It's about finding the right one. It's kind of like finding your person and finding your dress. Like, you know, when you know. And I haven't had that feeling. (laughs) Not yet. Um, I'm still looking at a few, but... I feel like that will help take a lot of pressure and stress off of it because, again, it's the little details of the cake and what type of food you want to serve and dessert bar if you're into that. Um, Open bar, which is a top priority for Drake and I, so... It's a lot, but I also feel as though premarital counseling is not only going to be about the deep stuff, but it's going to be about the little things and, you know, the on the surface things, everything that you need, I feel like it provides. Um, I don't know if I have any listeners that are engaged or married or whatever it may be. I definitely suggest premarital counseling before you are into that big day but I also kind of think that you should probably continue therapy throughout marriage um even when things are going great and good still check in you know um definitely individual counseling and I think counseling together would definitely be beneficial that's just something that I've been kind of steering on a little bit here lately. Especially since we had our first session. <sighs> Y'all, I, I think this is going to be great. <laughs> Maybe that's just me being optimistic. And you know, I know he and I are meant for each other. And it's going to be great. But premarital counseling I think is meant to test you. And you know, just triple check. Which I'm excited about Um, But I definitely suggest it I already feel pretty good after our first session I'll definitely keep you guys updated But, you know, let's also talk about How, I didn't know if you guys knew this or if I told you But Drake closed on a house Um, I believe it was, I think like early May is when he closed and we've been renovating the house literally from paint, we ripped out all the carpet, we're putting in cement floors, like everything was changed, everything's changed. Um, It looks like an entirely different home. I'm really excited about that. So it's definitely a lot to balance between renovating a home Um, Trying to buy everything for the home. Planning a wedding while still trying to be on top of, you know, your individual lives. It's a lot. Um, (laughs) I honestly don't know how he and I are balancing it all. I feel like he and I are doing a pretty great job. (laughs) And I say that that way because think that we're doing a great job in terms of balancing everything at times um does it get rough in terms of you know individual lives renovating a home getting things for that home and still trying to balance that while planning a wedding that's less than a year away it's a lot um It's a lot. I I just keep on saying that because I really haven't said it out loud in terms of, like, everything that we're doing in such a short amount of time. Because when he and I were talking about the guest list, I felt so overwhelmed and stressed. Um, Like, I even asked him, I said, you know, we're having all these people. You know, we have to feed all of them, right? Like, you know, we have to, you know, provide for all these people. How are we going to pay for that? (coughs) Excuse me. Um, And I felt myself getting overwhelmed and a little bit stressed and a little bit bothered almost. um, Because I just felt so like, how are we going to do this? Which is why I think it's also so important that, you know, life gets busy. Um, life is life, okay? Just saying. Life is life. And within that happening, you still have to figure out one, how to take care of your mental health individually, two, how to protect your relationship and still keep that healthy and, you know, still show up for not only yourself, but for other people. It can be exhausting. It can be hard to balance. It can definitely, you know, be a lot. And sometimes it crumbles down and it doesn't work out the way you want it to. But in that, there's still beauty because you can just rebuild it, right? Um, But I, I don't know why I felt the need to say that, but you still have to show up for yourself. You still have to show up for the people that you love. And even if you're not at what you think is your 100%, if you showed up that day and you gave 30%, or even if you gave 5%, that's you giving your 100 for that day. And that's what I have to remind myself and keep on telling myself that, you know, I may wake up on a 30%, but... I'm working that full 30, so I'm giving a 100, you know, that I have for that day. And that's okay. Not every day you're going to wake up on 10s and be, you know, everything that you need to be and everyone else needs you to be. And that's okay. But I just wanted to put that in there because life is going to life. And that's what's happening with myself. And it's okay, it's just how you handle the situations. Wow, I don't know. I'm saying, wow, because I needed to hear that sometimes you just have to say it out loud, right? I guess to really get it <laughs> um yeah, I think this is I think this is where I'm gonna wrap it up, <laughs> um. I actually feel pretty good about what we talked about. And again, guys, please, please, please DM me about topic of conversations that you want me to put out into the podcast. If you want to be a guest on the podcast, tell me that too. Like, I am out for the summer. Let me know. I will pop up. Like, let's do this. I'm very um, excited about what this podcast can be and what can come from it. But it can only, you know, be as good as the audience and as the host. So, definitely give me some insight about what you guys think about this episode and the others. I cannot wait to be back with you guys next week. Again, this is your host, Michaela Hill from Child. See you guys next time. Bye.